What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Millionaire Voices, episode number five. Today, I have a very special guest, Keith Lorin, the Spice King. He comes with so much energy, so much passion, and really so much knowledge on how to take your life to the next level and how to take your product into the mass market, into the big box retail stores. We dig in with Keith to understand how he's built this success and where he's going. Tune on in right now. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Millionaire Voices, episode number five. This one is a special episode. I have a chance to interview my friend, the Spice King, Keith Loren. Today's episode, we're going to dive in with Keith to understand his journey of making the best spices in the world, what it takes to distribute your products into the retail market space, and really him as a man and how he's evolving as an entrepreneur and a spirituality and why he wanted to amount to this type of level. So anyways, without further ado, I'm so excited to speak to him today. Keith, it's a pleasure, hey, man. Hey, what's up, Danny? Yo, thank you for having me, man. It's an honor. Much respect, bro. I love bro. what you're doing with the podcast and you're really changing lives and motivating people and I'm all for that. That's what we're about, man. And that's what I always seen in you. And I really want the people to understand who I'm speaking to. So why don't you tell us a little bit about, you know, Keith Loren and the Spice King and, and sure. where you're from and we'll go from there. Sure. My name is Keith Loren. People all over the world know me as the Spice King, the spiciest man in the world, the Duke of Delicious, the Kaiser of Curry and the man who invented cooking. And I'm just a guy that's really, really passionate about spices and about food and making people's lives taste better. So I was born in South Florida, in Miami, but my um, life's journey has taken me all over the world, all over Dubai, China, Japan, all over the Middle East, certain parts of Africa, South America. And I, in, in my life, I really want to be the best at everything that I do. That's and my beautiful. main project right now is with the food products, so that's what I'm the best at right now. That's beautiful, man. That's It shows I want to get through the, further on this episode to dive in with you of who that man is and, and hey. under covering the, what your passions and what you focus on. So let's start with this, your journey. You started out, did you always have a passion for spices and whatnot in, in this market that you're in? You know or, what? Um, when I was younger, my, my family always was very encouraging, especially with entrepreneurship. And I remember when I was in, I think this was like middle school or early high school, my uncle um, showed me the, the tape called The Secret. And in that in that documentary, The Secret, it said that we can have anything in life that we want, like any goals, all of that's attainable. There's nothing that's too far-fetched. And it outlined a formula on how to get it. And so my family would always say, they were Bible, Bible people, and there's a scripture in the Bible that says that the man that's skilled in his work will be set before kings. So for me, that meant that Whatever I choose to be great at, it'll it'll be my ticket. It'll be my ticket out of the hood. It'll be the ticket out of poverty. It'll be my ticket to happiness, better health, better relationships. That was my ticket to start. So you really started following that philosophy early yes, on is what you're saying? I lived by it. Wow. For years. And right now, I've been able to manifest so much. You know, I'm sold in over 2,000 stores right now. 2,000? 2,000 stores, and by the end of the year, God willing, would be 10,000 stores. God bless. I'm already a millionaire. I live right on the ocean like I always wanted. I look good. I feel good. I smell good. 
I'm a happy person. Let me stop you there, Spice King. <laughs> Let me stop you there real quick because you said something that I want people to catch. I really do want them to catch this. And nothing I say is out of arrogance. This no, is I know of that. Humility and gratitude and just an overwhelming sense of thank you. That's beautiful, man. You're you're living in that state of gratitude and abundance, and it's coming your way. And it sounds a little bit, I'm living in, no, it's a lifestyle, it's a Mm -hmm. mentality. Let me say one thing, though, that I want everyone to understand that Keith just said. And it's very important to know that he said he feels it. When he's manifesting, when he's visualizing what the lifestyle that he's already knowing that he's getting himself to, he's feeling that. And that vibration is attracting that to you. Let me ask you this, though. Building out this company, we're going to get there. It takes sometimes going through some obstacles or people not believing in you and whatnot. Did you start to endure that? And and did that start in middle school, high school, college, after that? Fill us in. Of course you get opposition because even though you and I are sitting in the same room, right? We have a different perspective because you're on that side of the room and I'm on this side of the room. And you may be a little taller than me or I'm a little shorter than you or something, but there's no way in hell we can actually see the same perspective. So anybody that's looking at us from the outside, when we're going through these changes, they're going to have something to say about it. They're going to have, you know, jokes about it. When I first got started, um, a lot of my friends, they laughed at me. They were like, you know, who you, people, our family was very religious and it was, I don't want to get into all of that, but there's a lot of people that want to fit you into a particular mold, whether it's by your physical appearance or the career that path that you choose. And they always have their opinions, but what you got to do is you got to find your inner strength and you got to find a direction that you want to take your particular path mm-hmm. and just stick to it. No matter what anybody else says, and you got to develop a real thick skin. I have people, oh, you need to go get a job. Who you think you are, you you know. So yeah. let's talk about that. What year are we talking about when you started so this, is, this? This is my whole life. No matter what you do, somebody's always going to have something to say about it, whether it's good or bad. They're always going to have something to say. When I was younger, I started a car wash business, and some people, some older people in my life were like, you're, you're, you're too smart to be out here washing cars and you went to college, and that's what you're going to do? You're going to sit up here and wash cars? But little did they know, I was happy because I was on my own schedule. I was learning customer service. I was learning the value of hard work. I was learning how to manage a small amount of employees. Mm. But they looked at me like I was the worst of the way. Who you, this is what you're going to do with your life? you know? But I, I loved mm. it. I was my own man. You know, you said something there. I feel as if the people you're talking about, are living their story. Right. So it doesn't make it wrong. Mm-hmm. But like you said, how like people are against you and whatnot, it's more of like they're just, they haven't had that growth yet. Mm-hmm. So it's either you can let the, these people in your life see it, like, oh, told you I would, mm-hmm. like people when you have something to prove, or it's more just about some energies don't don't get that for you and it's okay, which we talked about earlier. We got to be independent beings and for me i'm independent but i have a connection with the divine creator Mm -hmm. so instead of looking outwardly i try to look upwardly because there's a for me there's a direct line of communications and so that brings me to the next topic 
you got to move on your inspirations. So whatever yep. it is in your life that you have an inspiration for is a reason you have that inspiration and you will be punished. If you don't follow that inspiration, you'll be punished emotionally or you'll feel sad or you won't, you'll feel miserable at your job because you're not living what you're supposed to you're be. You're not living your truth. Your truth. Mm -hmm. So, so let's ask you about you, your truth and your inspiration. You got inspired to make spices. Yeah. So I love food. But there's so many aspects of food you can do. For me, I didn't want to work in a restaurant. I don't want to be stuck behind the kitchen all day. I want to, I like media. I like making videos. So I was like, well, how, how can I monetize this? Because YouTube, unless you're making, unless you're getting hundreds of millions of views on a, unless you're getting hundreds of millions of views on a video, you're not really going to be making an ad revenue like that. So you got to find a way to monetize this. Mm -hmm. So so that's where that's where you saw a lane with spices, yeah, you're saying? Yes, because I thought if I cook at one location, I'm only able to feed a certain amount of people. But if I cook digitally, then people all over the world can experience my flavor and they can just follow the recipe. Oh, that's beautiful, man. I like that. So talk talk about it. You, you had an idea for spices. Mm -hmm. I want to understand the, the mind now of the Keith Loren, the CEO mentality. Mm-hmm. How'd you start to evolve the thought? Right. Like you, you found spices and... All right, so I'm going to break it down in an easy way for all of you guys that have aspirations. Y'all can look at me and say, yeah, you can do it. I'm in all the big box stores and you ain't seen nothing yet. But the, the secret of it is you have an idea and you get a plan. If you want to go to a direction, you got to have a map. So where's your end goal? I know my end goal is to be a billion dollar company and to receive an acquisition so that we can cash out and make another type of business, another bless people with another venture. So in order to do that, you got to sit down and ask yourself, what is, what is it that you want to do that you love so much to do that? Whether you get paid or you don't get paid, you're going to do it anyway because you just love to do it so much. For me, that thing is cooking and making spices. I could do it in my sleep. I'm the best that ever did it. So now you have to monetize that gift or that passion that you have. It could be anything. It could be making marbles. It could be making, you know, paper airplanes, whatever. The point is you got to monetize it. So right now in our day and age, everything is monetized via the Internet. So the first thing you got to do, once you have your idea and you know what product or service you're going to create, you have to create a website and you have to find a muse. You have to find a way to get people attracted to you so that they watch your content, they consume your content, and then they are moved or inspired to then purchase one of your products or services. And as simple as that, once you capture the online market, you're able to then prove to the world and prove to yourself, prove to all the haters that you have a viable product or service. And now you can take it bigger. You did it on a small scale. You can go bigger now. You and, can reach out to retailers. You can reach out to. And I'll tell you what, Keith, you're on fire right now. You're talking some heat that people could really elevate from in their life, and their business. And I appreciate that because it really shows that you are somebody who wants to help this world mm -hmm, in absolutely. a massive way. Yeah. And also how elegantly you're dressed as you stand behind who you are. Yes. And well, can I give you some, uh, can I give you another nugget? Let me give you a spice jewel. Let me give you some spice. You see how I interrupted just, just because <laughs> I want people to really understand that you're pouring love into this conversation. Absolutely. Let's hear let's hear a golden nugget from Keith Loren, so, Spice King, right now. When I was developing my brand amongst all of the naysayers, 
I had people telling me to change my catchphrase, change my appearance, change everything. And my friend, one of my best friends, his name was Ron. He called me. He's like, you know, Keith, until you see yourself as the Spice King, ain't nobody else going to see it. So what does that mean for you, Keith? He's like, you're going to have to look like it. You're going to have to dress like it. You're going to have to speak like it. You're going to have to move like it. You're going to have to do everything in that persona. You have to become that. And for me, I'm the spiciest man in the world. I'm the king of spice. I'm the best who ever made spices. And I stand on that. And it's the truth. That's that energy, man. That's the energy that really you're showing the world your true colors and it's just going to support you on that journey. Yeah, but this is for everybody. It's for everybody. everybody. It's for everybody. It's not about just you. And I Mm -hmm. I appreciate how you speak like that. You're always for the people. Let's talk about the spices. How'd you Mm -hmm. find the best of the best and and create this flavor? That was a journey. So I, um, I, one, one of my aunts told me that if I were to start traveling the world, I would find what it is that I need to do. My aunt Barbara told me that. So when I graduated business school, I was working all kind of different jobs, trying to find my niche. I want to know I wanted to do food. I know I wanted to do something, but I needed money. So I took a job. Well, first I was searching. Nothing's going to come to you unless you're actively searching and digging for it. You know that scripture says, you seek and you shall find. Mm-hmm. So I'm on the internet looking for jobs in Japan looking for jobs in China so I can just get the hell up out of here and get a new perspective. So I applied for a job in Japan and the area that that they were going to send me, if I had went, I would not be here because I would have died. Where they were going to send me was in Sendai where they had that large nuclear explosion, like right next to us. I would have been, I would have checked out. So that job fell through, thankfully, and they offered me a position in the United Arab Emirates. So I, all I knew about Abu Dhabi was the Garfield dog, you know, when they would put him in that envelope and send him yeah. across seas. So that's all I knew about Abu Dhabi. But when I heard about the paycheck that they were going to give me and it was an opportunity for a new life, I said, I'm out. So I went there and lo and behold, when I got there, I started seeing all the Arab spice traders. I had already knew I liked to cook. I saw the Arab spice traders. I started working in a perfume plants because I love perfumes. And that was teaching me skills on manufacturing and production. And then when I would go and have cooking parties at my house, people would start referring me all over. And I got to cook for members of the royal family, strangers. Everybody was coming to my house. I was making wine. I was making food. Everybody would come because I, I wanted to make people feel good. I wanted to give them the best food. And people, and when they would leave, they'd be like, oh, my God, what did you put in the food? Can you give us that recipe? Can you make a video showing us how to do it? So when I got when I got tired of that job, I said I was never going to work for nobody again. And so I called a videographer. I was like, look, let's start making cooking videos. And we're going to get this the ball rolling. So to make a long story short, me taking a risk and going for a new perspective opened me up to a whole nother world of spices, Arab culture, religious thought, spiritual thought, friendship, hospitality. That's why I need to ask you real quick before we keep going. You hit a point. You hit a trigger for me. Mm-hmm. You're going to need a new perspective, you said. You got to have a new perspective. So let me ask you this. It sounded like you crossed paths with some other cultures. Yes. And some mentors. Right. When you when you leave your local your locality, people are going to show you who you are. Your natural gifts are going to shine through. I didn't have no money. But I had my hospitality and I wanted to cook for people. So people said people believed in my food so much they thought I could package it. 
So if you go out and you travel, the thing that you do naturally, your God given gift, you're going to do with so much love and passion that people are going to recognize it. And they're going to be like, yo, you need to do such and such. Maybe it's your voice. Maybe it's the way you, yeah, you whatever. But until you get out of the people that only see you in a small perspective, you got to get away from them and you got to go where you're celebrated. That's strong. That's strong. That's a nugget where you hit that siren like, bam, bam. you know, right when you, you said that you line, celebrate it. you got to You got to do that because you're around the great energy and mm-hmm. the great energy is going to help you manifest. You're in the right frequency state. And we'll get into that, into the growth mindset section that I want to talk to you about. Let's talk about some more business mm-hmm. because people want to talk about that. That, that money. That, that green. Money. That's that, why that green. green. That's why. By the way. Yeah, that's why you're wearing it? Uh, yes, I'm a buddy magnet. <laughs> hey, you see it right there. He is. So let's talk about you develop some products now. Uh-huh. You got the flavor and the, and the, and the sauce you wanted. Uh-huh. You put it together. Uh-huh. How was that process? Well, the, at first, you always have to start where you are. So when I came back from the Middle East, I had immediately signed up to go to culinary school to take my talent further. I had also put my first cooking video up that same week. The day I was supposed to get on a plane to go to culinary school, I had sold my first bag of spice. But guess what? I ain't had no spices mixed up. So I had to go get a Ziploc bag. I took all the spices I had in my cabinet and mixed them together the way I formulated them. And I mailed them out in Ziploc bags. And of course, with time, you have to get better and you have to improve your package. But you just got to start somewhere. So people were actually buying my spices in Ziploc bags at first. So then when I, when the demand started to come up more, you start where you are. So I knew that in, in the college, at first I was mixing spices in my college dorm. I would go to the grocery stores and buy all the spices and then mix them and put them in cute little containers. But then all my roommates kept leaving me because they didn't want to go to class smelling like garlic. So all my roommates left me. That was a consequence of mixing spices in the dorm. But anyway, <laughs> when the demand got big enough, then Somebody told me about the term called, what well, was in a book, outsourcing, co-packing. All of those were terms that lit off a light bulb in my head so that now I can I can self-duplicate myself. Exactly. And, and for those who understand that, what he's saying is co-packing is pretty much somebody taking all your ingredients that you have in a massive kitchen or a massive mm-hmm. facility and mass producing your product for you Mm -hmm. that's what you're talking about right absolutely you can't do everything yeah you got to learn to and i'm still learning this you have to delegate Delegation. you have to outsource to responsible parties that's some that's some tips keith on running a high performance company Mm -hmm. is the word delegation Mm -hmm. so how'd you start to build it was just you well first um i i experienced a massive burnout because I was doing all the mixing of the spices. I was doing the videos. I was making the recipes. I was dealing with the customer service. I was doing all the building. I was doing all of that stuff myself. I was wearing so many hats. And it got to a point that I had to go take a massive month-long vacation. And I went to Dominican Republic and just slept and while I was gone, I hired these two young kids to do my online shipping for me. 
And when I was away, I was able to take time to write my write a few cookbooks and stuff. But I needed that time. Make a long story short, what was the original question? Why? How I started delegating. You got to start small. You got to learn to trust people. Not everybody's not out to get you. You can trust people. You can trust. It's okay. So you have the right paperwork in place. So you went on that trip. What year are we in right now? That was 2015. In 2015. That was the first year I got my first grocery store contract too. Okay. So that's important right there. So 2015, you were starting, and I want to say something. It's important to people understanding what's going on in your life right now. Mm-hmm. You went all in. You're going for your dreams. From 2000 and, from 2011, when I landed back here in America... 2000 what? 11. 11. So when you got back from that amazing experience, yeah. you got so inspired and you're school. jumping in with full confidence. So yeah. from that year to 2015, yeah. until you hit your first brick wall and be like, whoa, what did I just get into? Right. I got into going for my goals and dreams, but I'm feeling this tired, weak energy. It was terrible. And it brings you to this place. So you say, you know what? I got to disconnect yeah. and I have to surrender. Uh-huh. This is what you did. You surrendered uh-huh. to say, you know what? I'm just going to do what I love uh-huh. and the answers are going to come to me. That's a, that's a powerful thing. That happens all the time now. And that's what that's that surrender. was the story you changed in your head on that trip is, is what I'm getting at. Right. Would you agree? Absolutely. So you got back and you surrendered and uh-huh. all of a sudden, like you said, things started happening for you now. Uh-huh. You started delegating. You started building. You still are learning. What happened? Well, what happened was I got my first grocery store contract. Okay. And now I'm like, at the time, my first grocery store order from Stop and Shop was twenty <laughs> was 25000 I needed to come up with $25,000 to manufacture my first products. That may not sound a lot like a lot of money to you, but at that time, I only had a few hundred dollars. So I had to pulled together I don't it all just came together I ended up finding a finance company by the name of I don't know if I should name their name I found a finance company because I have some we'll talk about it later I found a, a finance company that would do something called factoring factoring is when after you manufacture your order and ship it then they will advance you the monies on that but even before that stage, there was some other complications where I was, I literally went from mixing the spices in my garage and my kitchen to now having to find a factory at the last minute to manufacture this order. Because once they give you the order, you only have 30 days to get it done. So here I am scrambling. I called companies in Ohio and companies in this state and that state. And all of them said, yeah, 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 yeah. And a week before the order was due, they all canceled on me. And said that they couldn't get it done for one reason or the other one. And so I was in a very panicked state. I was like, yo, man, I've been waiting my whole life for this opportunity to finally be in stores. You know how much of a dream come true that is to be in stores finally? When you just on YouTube, that's a dream come true for anybody. And so I was like, oh, my goodness, how am I going to make this work? So I ended up going to a barbecue joint. I didn't know this man at all. And this guy saw that I was looking real, like, frantic. I was looking real frantic. I was looking a mess because spiritually i was like yo i got to make this happen like this is i got to make it happen rain sleet hell of snow so the guy at the, at the at the barbecue joint his name was bowleg he was like yo what's wrong with you i was like man i don't know he's like Let me, i can help you i was like y'all don't know if you can help me try, he said try me 
And I was like, man, I just got my first grocery store order. I don't know how the hell I'm going to fulfill it. I, it's going to cost me such and such to get it done. I don't know where I'm going to go. He's like, I got, I got somebody for you. They're going to do it for you. Watch. I was like, you, they going to do it for me? They're going to do it for you. Watch. Well, he took me to one of his friends who had a manufacturing company, and they did it. They did it? Yeah. Make a long story short, no matter how short of cash I was on every single purchase, because think about this. I had to come up with so much cash for the ingredients. And my spices have lots of ingredients that other companies don't carry, like all of the oils and flavors and all of that stuff. My magic. They don't carry that. I got to buy all that stuff cash. And I went to banks and they laughed at me. So I had to, I borrowed from friends. I borrowed from family. Um, the, the company that agreed to manufacture, make it, make it long story, it got done. And with your faith, it'll always get done. When I got my first order for Walmart, it was a huge number. Where the hell am I going to get all that damn money? But guess what? It came somehow, some kind of way. It worked out. The point is, and I wanna, you got to grow to the, you'll rise to the occasion and the way will be shown to you once you get there. You're saying very powerful things to someone who's building a company to understand that you're going to deal with these obstacles and you're going to have to lean on your faith. And you're going to have to have, have so much belief that you're going to get it done and act upon it. Because right there, most people, or many people, I want to say most people, many people would have given up. It was it, it looked impossible. But when you believe that big... It's nothing is impossible. You're going to get, you're going to find a way. Even today, where I'm going, like to build my company into a billion dollar brand... It's gonna take a. It's gonna take an even more insurmountable amount of faith, and it's gonna take an incredible amount of collaboration and self sacrifice too. Yeah, it is. And but I'm with it. There's always a big reason for it. It's always bigger than yourself. Now, I want under, people to understand, you know, in business, what it takes to sell. What Keith is talking about selling to a big box retail outlet. Anyone who has products out there that really wanted to be into those massive retail chain stores, it's not as simple as you think. And what Keith is saying is that most of these big entities don't pay up front. They they want to no. be able to have an expectation. There's a contract in place. Sometimes there's brokers. I'll let Keith explain more. Why don't you tell us a little, little bit about getting a product into a big box chain, that experience? That experience is um, a very fun experience. It's a very challenging experience. It's a very trying experience. First and foremost, before you even get there, you have to prove yourself out there in them streets, those internet streets. Them YouTube streets, them Instagram streets. You got to <laughs> prove yourself and prove your worth on there. And the good thing about it is you never know who's watching. So because I did my first video, I think my second video was a barbecue video. Guess who called me about my second video? NBC Today Show. And they got they got they invited me to go cook with Carson Daly live on NBC on the Today Show, like on prime time, like just like that, just like that. You never know who's watching, which is so why it's so important that you just get started now, because if you wait, you're gonna be punished for not walking in your mission 
Mm. Back to the grocery stores. After you prove yourself, just like in in high school or school or any business school, you have to you have to be, learn how to communicate in their language, which is why I think it's good that people go to college because it it teaches you how to communicate with other people who have went to college and have that same level of education. That's all it does. The the hustle is sold separately, but at least it teaches you how to write and communicate and do presentations. So you have to create a presentation and you you have to put yourself in a sales mindset. For me, what a sales mindset means How will my product benefit you? What's in it for you? It ain't nothing about me. It's how is it going to benefit you? And so my... I don't know if I should give out all my... ways. My, give them, we'll give them one. We'll give them one. <laughs> we'll give them one. You have, to, you have to show them why it is of their benefit to carry your products. That's a nugget Something right like there. That. That's a nugget right there in itself. Because remember. And you have to mean it. You have to speak with conviction, like Keith is saying, and you have to benefit somebody else. Mm-hmm. Because if you benefit someone, you know everyone is always in it for them. Most of the time, you have to go with that philosophy in business. So you always have to help the other person in order for things to go as, as your plan. So you're making some deals happen. You're creating these relationships. Mm-hmm. How many stores are you in? You said 2,000 now? 2,000 right now. What the, any, any big stores that people would know? Walmart, Stop and Shop, Big Y, Jewel Osco, recently H-E-B. And we're also approaching and working with Kroger, Food Lion. Oh, wow. Um, and lots of other chains. And are you on their online versions too now? Um, you can find us online at keithloren.com, which is my name, keithloren.com. Are you found on those entities' websites too? We're on walmart.com. I'm not sure about the other ones. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, man. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So how many spices do you have now? We have so many different products. I mean, we when the movie Black Panther came out, we came out with a a, a Black Pan, a spice of Wakanda. And I had all of the actors from the movie using that, and we were invited on television we have a, a we have a, a coming to America spice collection too. We have a spice of Zamunda. We have a spice of uh, a McDowell's Burger spice. We have cannabis flavored spices. Ooh. You've experienced that. You tried that. They are great. And we have so many other th- products for everyday use. Like this is a collard green seasoning that gives you a smoky aroma. We have a grilled steak and burger spice Cajun. We have an oxtail spice in Walmart. We have a Mm. Barbecue rub, which we're featured on the Today Show. But we have so many. I love creating. That's the fun part of me. Part of it for me is the actual creation of these different flavors because I literally want to make people's lives taste better. When when people taste a meal that's cooked with the Spice King season, they're going to be like, who made that? That's what they're going to say because it's so good. Wow. And how many are there? There's so many. Like hundreds? I don't know how There's so many. Wow. That's and so I'm cool. always making new ones. That's so cool. That's so interesting too. I so, love making so, them. So you really enjoy giving people that flavor and they can find it at all those stores. They can find it online. Yes. And and when you have the Spice King seasoning in your house, I want you to go and buy it right now because you know what's going to happen? 
the energy of the spices is just going to make you so successful because I'm successful. And so when you look at that product, you're like, wow, I can do it too. And you will do it. It's a testament. It can be done. So you I put that you're... on your dresser and put that on your counter, on your food, and you're going to taste the success. You're going to taste it, you know? It's so interesting because I love when you speak right now with this passion and energy because I know you truly believe that. That's the facts. And and that's the thing that I want you guys to understand about Keith is that it's, you know, some people might smile and, and like think he's putting on a great show. That's the he, facts. He's, he's talking his truth. He mm-hmm. truly, he's just showing you with, with all the emotion because I know him as a person. I know he truly believes that. So definitely check out those spices, man. So let's talk a little numbers now. Have you reached? Uh, have you seen big checks with this? Like, are you seeing yeah. seeing orders like massive? Every has... every month it gets bigger and bigger. That's be- <laughs> and it's a beautiful. Thing. That's an entrepreneur's dream. At the same time, you always say there's good yeah. problems to have. See, my eyes are watering me because I'm just so thankful, and I'm so appreciative because I know what it was like when I would get an order from the store. I would, I would get an order from online and the order was for like $10, but I would go and use that $10 to literally buy my food for that day or for that week. Like it was that tight. I remember it. I remember having to balance out my food money with the online sales money. Well, if I'm going to ship this product out or I'm going to get me a sandwich, like, like real, real talk like, like that. So I remember. And those, those are so things that are deep, man. I it- remember it. And I, I, I go through that still sometimes because business is it's a all it's a always an all in type of thing for me mm-hmm. i'll give my last dime just to make sure that my products will get out on time or you know that my customers have the right you know seasonings is that important for me mm. and so any any blessing of finance is a is just a cream of the it's just icing on the cake for me because i can do more i can create more i can help more people and that's that shows the character of who's speaking, and I'm so excited to watch give me some you. Some paper, man. <laughs> you got me out here looking crazy. Oh, uh, you're good. Oh, you're <laughs> give good. Some, give me some. Is, he, is uh, Zach? You want to grab a? No, it's just you're it's good. emotional because I've been through the absolute lowest of lows and increasing. Highest of highs. Mm. And I want you. I want you to show that emotion. I'll tell you why. Because it's raw, and you're showing somebody out there that you can be Keith. You can get through it. You hey, can get to this abundant mind. Easy. You can get to this abundant mindset. This gratitude life that you're living and yeah. attracting this life Listen, that you I live want. A great life. My, I live on the ocean. I got yachts in my backyard. I I travel all over the world. I wear nice jewelry. I have I wear nice clothing. I help people. Um, and I'm happy. Like I feel good. I'm healthy. And the most important part of it is learning the art of manifest. For me, the most important part of it all is learning the art of manifestation. That we were put on the planet to enjoy life to enjoy grab the, the, the creative energies and enjoy i got it and enjoy the creative forces they say we made in god's image right god is a creator right so we are too so we just sitting on our ass and not doing nothing on the couch you're a waste of space you're being a waste of space you're being a disservice to the world that too 
but you're a waste of space to yourself because you're capable of so much more. Yeah, you're doing both. Yeah. You're doing both. Yeah, and and you all of us have gifts. You have gifts. So why why um hold those back? That's selfish. You have to give those gifts and you have to make a difference. In your way, because everybody's way is different, but in your particular way, in my particular way, you gotta make a difference. So that why to you that's what's giving you this abundance? Um yes. The why and it makes me happy to to do um it I I learn to be obedient. So when I get an inspiration, I'll do it. And I think that's the important thing. You gotta follow the inspiration. And that's what you did. That's what I did. That's what you did. I you still want, do it every day. You stepped into that experience. Yeah. You came out of that experience going full speed into entrepreneurship. You hit your entrepreneurship burnout where you realize you can't wear every hat. You can't do yeah, everything. Even today, I still need a lot of help. You need a team. You got to have a team, yeah. You have a team. Right. And you're building out a team. Right. And you have content people now. Right. right? You have marketing people. Right. You're building out an organization. I used to talk about this on the show, right? Mm -hmm. The five pillars of running a business, right? Mm -hmm. We have our sales. We have our marketing, operations, legal, and finance. We look at those. When I look at your entity, we we break it out as, all right, the operations. Mm -hmm. We start digging in, like Mm -hmm. you said. Who's making all the spices? Who's sourcing all the spices? Mm-hmm. Who's running all the softwares? Who's handling the EDIs between the big box retail and the back end of the company? And creating these infrastructures for your entity will help you scale, one, to bring investors, two, to be able to scale your organization in flow state, mm-hmm. not in, I got so many hats to wear and I can't handle it all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You would agree. Yeah, you got you to gotta get to that point. You, it definitely takes a team. You got to have a... All of the pillars, marketing, operations, finance, law, legal. What was the other one? Sales. And sales. The most important. <laughs> sales is what drives. And so if you have any recommendations on good sales team for online, I'd be happy to to work with them. I would love to advise or, or guide in any way. Right. That's my specialty. Now, I'm proud of doing over nine figures in revenue because I did the same approach as you. Mm-hmm. Pour the love into the result of, right. the, of what the person is going to receive when they buy your product. And I saw amazing things mm-hmm. in our space, in the CBD industry. What I want to start to move forward with and dig in, let the people understand, we already hit a lot of these points. But this growth mindset that you have and the standard that you hold yourself to and this mindset that you have is helping a lot of people with everything you're saying on this show. I want to ask you now, what's some of your routines? How are you staying in this feng shui and this swag? And um, I do lots of prayer work and affirmations. Give us some examples. One example, and everybody has to find their own mode. Have to find their own mix modalities. Modalities, and and and, and everybody's different. Touche. So for me, when I saw in the book The Secret, 
that you have to put things down on paper. If you walk into my office right now, I have boards just like this up here. And I have every I have everything written out in specificity. And not only is it written out, there's there's numer numerical values next to it and there's dates next to it about when those things have to be accomplished. And so eventually what you'll have is just by just by the nature of you taking something from the ethereal and putting it into the physical, it becomes a real thing. If you believe it. Yes. And if, and if you walk towards those things. So I am thankful to always be able to check things off and get things done by certain dates. That's incredible. It's incredible. It, it shows that you've... I'm going to give you a real-time example of that. Cool. So I... All my life, I wanted to be on a beach, on the ocean, because the ocean is my sanctuary. So for years and years and years and years, I was praying and asking for my beach house. On in September, on September, in in, in September of 2018, I wrote that by September 15th of 2019, I was going to move into my beach house. Guess what time I moved in there? September 15, 2020. It was a year late. No, it was a year on time. But I, I did it. It was in there. You did it. It just happened like that. You wrote it down. I wrote it down. You believed it. And I, I, I said it every day. You set attention. Every day. You manifested it. Every day. Hmm. I'd do everything like that. So you look at all your, your, your life like that, meaning your, your, your arenas, all your family, mm -hmm. your relationships, mm -hmm. yourself, mm -hmm. your hobbies, your career. You look at all those everything in that light. Every single thing. It is as you say it is. I am what I am. I am what I am. That's the most powerful phrase in the universe. That's God. That's it. What are you? Say those things and say it every day and mean it. I'm curious about your, your belief of God. Mm -hmm. You said you have such a close relationship in, with divinity. Mm-hmm. How do you view it? How do I view it? Um, I think everybody. I think that um, everybody has to find their own meaning, meaning and perspective. But one time, I consumed things. I consumed something, and I was on a beach, and what I saw was that there was a cord that went from myself all the way up to the highest of the heights. And somehow or another, I was able to go up into that space. And guess what I saw when I went all the way up there? I saw the divine, but I was a reflection of that divine. So by, by nature of me being connected through that cord, I can pull down any knowledge or wisdom or opportunities or anything from that from that vantage point because I'm never separated from it. And, mm. and when I looked across the room, when I looked across the beach, everybody else that was sitting up there, guess what they had too? They had the same chords that I had, the same connection. So mm. for me, that could be representative of prayer, that could be representative of whatever For it is for you. But for me, it's a representation that 
I have help. You have support. Your your life is protected, right? In, in a way. Mm-hmm. And now we all gonna check out. Oh, of course, of course. We only here for life, a life's protected of time. is such a yeah interesting way to put it. But so, do you get stressed? Absolutely. But the way you deal with the stress is, is the important thing. And how I deal with it is that I affirm it in words and in my actions that everything is going to work out for my best interest. Mm. For, the, for the divine best outcome. What do you say to somebody? And I'm not asking you to be the perfect answer. But I'm curious because I, I respect you enough for your answer. What do you say to someone who's going through it right now, who doesn't see that light, can't 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 see that version that you're painting? It gets better. If you say it gets better. It gets better if you demand it, it gets better. It gets better if you act in a better manner, your actions. And there's something that you can do to change it. There's some small thing you can do. There's some small thing I can do. You have to have that belief. You have to have it. You have to you have to have that sense of humility, open mindedness, glimmer of hope. Mm-hmm. Even people who've been through the most traumatic of things. Yeah, there's some people that have gone through so much, way more than you and I. But guess what? Either they made it through or they didn't. Simple as that. As hard as what? that sounds. Are you going to make it through it or are you going to not? I love when people can find strength in their life through through things like that because you want people to live that best version of themselves for yeah. the world. Mm-hmm. The same time, not necessarily our responsibility. I love that you care so much about people and I know you're going to be so successful. You're going to make this a billion dollar company. It already is. Because it already is. That's right. And I love talking to a CEO, a founder, Mm -hmm. someone who loves his brand. Right. Is roaring it to the world. Mm -hmm. If you don't, some people in their insecurity will try to dim your lights because your lights shine brighter and shows them that they need to turn their lights on more too. So what do you do? Someone's trying to turn it off. Turn it brighter. Don't stop. Keep moving. Keep going. That's it. It's great advice. It really is somebody who've seen a lot myself. I'm 29. How old are you? Well, you know, black don't crack. So we black people don't give out their age. Fair enough, but you look like you're, you're, as, 20, you're, as, you're 21. You're as lo- give us, give us a range. Are, How about that? Because you look so young. You're as young as you want to be. Fair enough. In spirit and in health. I'll take that answer any day. So that makes sense, right? It does because there's no age. Age is a number. Age mm-hmm. is a number that we use for for you know, political I'll purposes. Answer your question. How old am I? I'm perfectly healthy and perfectly happy. I love these answers. I really do because, yeah, I gave you some society answer. You gave me the real answer. That's the real answer. So I like that. I really do. And people even listening would probably agree with me. 
because you're one of a kind. You're someone who's going places, man. You already are places. You, you have amounted to, to this lifestyle you wanted. What else do you do to keep yourself on point? You do. You say your prayers. You say affirmations. Are you doing anything else? Are you eating a certain way? Are you acting a certain way? Are you doing physical exercise? Of course, all of that. All of that is um, self-preservation. You got to keep moving your energy. Mm-hmm. So you got to exercise. And of course, you know, we all have our days or sometimes weeks or sometimes months where you don't eat as healthy as you, as you should, or you don't exercise as much as you should. But as long as you are on a progressive track to improvement, I think eventually you'll reach where you're supposed to reach. You just got to do a little bit each day. I try to do a little bit each day. I'm not perfect, but I try a little bit each day. I love that Keith. And Getting towards the conclusion of this show, I want people to understand I'm talking to someone who is so wise, but has also accomplished so much and accomplishing so many things. What other shows you've been on, man? You seem like you got you have some what other TV shows. Yeah, what type of things you've been around? What type uh, of celebrities you've so been rocking with? Who are we talking to right now? Like, let's talk. Let's let's, of, um, let's be a, not as humble as as normal. I want to know what you've been on. I've been privileged to be on so many different television shows. NBC Today Show, Food Network, more times than I can count. Um, Guy's Grocery Games, twice, listed as his most memorable chef. Um, so many awards. Just the, the biggest, all of that's cool. But the biggest thing for me is that my product is in people's homes and is making their lives taste better. So when they cook a meal, for me, food is so important because it's the thing that breaks down ethnic barriers, racial barriers, all barriers. As you sit down and you have a meal with somebody, y'all be family. So if I can make that experience better, I did my job. Mm. That's what makes me fulfilled. Uh, TV stuff is fun. It's fun. That's cool. And I welcome more. But let's get on. Let's get the, them on some big shows, guys. That's the. And when it's all said and done, you may, your money comes from your products. Of course, your money comes from your products. Of course, your influence comes from your products. We'll talk about that on a later episode about marketing into detail because am I making sense? Oh, you're making a lot of sense, and and someone who understands about building companies and whatnot. You're going to that path to to greatness, and and but but sales matter. Sales, sales matter. matter. And what are we going to see from you, man? What are some goals that are going to happen these next year? What's um, going on? Definitely more distribution into ten thousand grocery stores. Um, pairing our brand up with major movies like the Black Panther, Spice of Wakanda, the Coming to America Spice Collections, the the products for all of the Marvel features and movies, all of that stuff. I love all of that. Um, and helping people reach their goals too. I want to want, I want to add one more thing before we conclude this show. It's an amazing show. I want to talk about investors. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about investors because the past three shows I've had investors calling about the people on my show because they truly are impressed with the CEO and the founder 
like I am myself, and I love to be that investor one day. And what are you doing with that? We are open for okay all investment. Um, and I know that there is so much room for improvement, and there's so much room for global growth. And with the right help and with the right team, there are no limits, with, especially with how great our products are. And for an investor listening right now, I have two questions for you. Number one, where is I'm gonna say this again? You know, I haven't. To, what would I say, Zach? To conclude, yeah. yeah. To conclude, Keith, I have investors. That no, I said something around. That. I said I said I said um I have two in um, I said investor. Okay, Keith, I want to conclude on asking. Okay, I got it. I got it. One, two. Keith, I want to ask you these last two questions that an investor listening can hear. One, who's a perfect candidate to buy you? Um, the perfect candidate to buy me would be a company like McCormick. So I've done my research. So McCormick loves to acquire companies. They've acquired Stubbs Barbecue Sauce, who only really had one product. They acquired Cholula Hot Sauce, which just had one signature product. But Spice King has so many amazing products and far more growth in a, sh a certain short period of time with longevity in view. So with the right help, we can go even faster, more efficiently, more swiftly, more globally. And as soon as they open up the restaurants on Mars, we'll be there too. To the top. We'll be right there. My last question for you. All you have to answer is yes or no. Can investors see profitability and expected cash flows for the next three years when analyzing your business? Without a doubt. Yes, 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 yes. All right, everybody out there who've watched this episode. It's been an amazing episode, Keith. Spice King's gonna get you right. Spice King's gonna get you right. That's our new song. Go check it out. <laughs> Thanks so much, man. That's what I want to say and conclude with. Keith, tell the fans how they can find you. Listen, go on Instagram and look up The Spice King. Go on Facebook, look up The Spice King. Go on YouTube and look up The Spice King, or you can search my name, Keith Loren. And head over to Walmart, Stop and Shop, Big Y, Jewel Osco, and H-E-B stores, and get yourself some Spice King. I'm going to get you right. Thank you so much, Keith. Man, it's been a pleasure. It's been Blessings. an honor. Listen, It's Blessings. been so much wisdom we've gained from you today. Thank you. And I'm so excited to watch you evolve into the man you're becoming Thank and you so also much. into the businessman you're being in this world. Thank you so much. So next time you come on this show, I want to show everybody what a manifester really looks like in real life. I accept that challenge. Deal. I'll see you soon. Many Thank blessings. You. Thank you so much, Keith. Everybody make sure to subscribe to The Spice King on all the platforms that Keith mentioned. That was an amazing show. 
taught me so much about Keith's character, where he's going, and how much he has to offer this world. Make sure to follow us on Instagram. Make sure to subscribe to us on YouTube. And make sure to tell us what you think about these shows. And if you're learning something from it, we'd love to hear from you. Thanks so much. Danny Perdek, signing out. Millionaire Voices. <laughs>